जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जनवाल्लाभा गिरिवारधारी जशदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजन जशदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजन जमुनातिरावन चारी यमुनातिरावन चारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जनवल्लाभा गिरिवारधारी जय गोपी जनवल्लाभा गिरिवारधारी शदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजन जशदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजन जशदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजन शदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजन यमुनातिरावन चारी यमुनातिरावन जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय राधा जय राधा माधव जबिया
His divine grace Shlabhaya Charanarvindam Bhakti Vedanta Swami Maharaj Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Mahapurana Ki Jai Sri Sri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai Sri Krishna Janamasmi Mahatsava Ki Jai Sri Gora Bhakta Binda Ki Jai Nitai Gora Primanande Hari Hari Bol all glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna. All glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna. All glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna. All glories, all glories to Shri Shri Guru and Gorango. Glories to you, Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. So please repeat after me. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Jnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmei Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vancha Kalpa Turubhascha Kripasandubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhya Vaishnavebhya Namo Namaha Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Peshtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shanyavadi Paschati Deshatarine Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Srivasa Adi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jai Kantaraj, Mad Bhakti Mahapurana Ki Jai. Shri Krishna Janmasmi Matsava Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. So today we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 9, Chapter 24, Text number 66. Please repeat after me. Jato gataha pitri grihad vrajame ditartho Jato gataha pitri grihad Vrajame ditarto Hatva ripon suta shatan kitoru dharaha Hatva ripon suta shatan kitoru dharaha 
ಉತ್ಪಾದ್ಯತೆಷು ಪುರುಷ ಕ್ರತುಭಿ ಸಮೀಜೇತ್ಪಾದ್ಯತೆಷು ಪುರುಷ ಕ್ರತುಭಿ ಸಮೀಜೇತ್ಮ ನಿಗಮ ಪ್ರಥಯಾಂಜನೇಶು ಆತ್ಮಾತ್ಮ ನಿಗಮ ಪ್ರಥಯಾಂಜನೇಶು ಜಾತೃಹಾದ್ರಜೇಧಿ ಉತ್ಪಾದ್ಯತೆಷು ಪುರುಷ ಕತುಭಿ ಸಮೀಜೇತ್ಮಾತ್ಮಗಮ ಪ್ರಥಯಾಂಜನೇಶು ಜಾತೃಹಾದ್ರಜೇಧಿ ಹದ್ವಾರಿಪುನ್ಸೂತ ಶತಾನಿಕಿತೋರುಧಾರ ಉತ್ಪಾದ್ಯತೆಷು ಪುರುಷ ಕತುಭಿ ಸಮೀಜೇತ್ಮಾತ್ಮಗಮ ಪ್ರಥಯಾಂಜನೇಶು ಜಾತೃಹಾದ್ರಜೇಧಿಪಾದ್ಯತೆಷು ಪುರುಷ ಕತುಭಿ ಸಮೀಜೇ ಆತ್ಮಾತ್ಮಗಮ ಪ್ರಥಯಾಂಜನೇಶು ಜಾತೃಹಾದ್ರಜೇಧಿ ಹತ್ವಾರಿಪುನ್ಸೂತ ಶತಾನಿಕಿತೋರುಧಾರ ಉತ್ಪಾದ್ಯತೆಷು ಪುರುಷ ಕತುಭಿ ಸಮೀಜೇತ್ಮಾತ್ಮಗಮ ಪ್ರಥಯಾಂಜನೇಶ್ ಮಾತಾಜೀಸ್ 
jato gataha pitri grihadrajameditartho Hatvaripun suta shatanikitorudharaha Utpadyateshu purushakatubihi samije Atmanam atma nigamam pratayan janeshu Any men of the, any more of the men want to do it? No, Madhajis? Jato Gataha Pitri Grihad Rajameditartho Hatvari Pun Sutta Shatan Utpajateshu Purushakatu Bihi Samije Atmanam Atmanigamam Pratayanjaneshu Jataha After taking birth as the son of Vasudeva Gataha went away Pitrigrihat from the houses of his father Brajam to Vrindavana Editharta to exalt the position of Vrindavan Hatva killing there Ripon many demons Sutashatani Hundreds of sons, Krita Urudharaha, accepting many thousands of wives, the best of women, Utpadya, begot, Teshu, in them, Purushaha, the supreme person, who exactly resembles a human being. Katubihi, by many sacrifices, Samije, worshipped, Atmanam, himself, because he is the person worshipped by all sacrifices. Atmanigamam, exactly according to the ritualistic ceremonies, of the Vedas. Prathayan. Expanding. The Vedic principles. Janeshu. Among the people. In general. Translation please repeat after me. The Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sri Krishna. Known as Lila Purshottama. Appeared as the sun of Vasudeva but immediately left his father's home and went to Vrindavan to expand his loving relationship with his confidential devotees 
in Vrindavan, the Lord killed many demons. And afterwards, he returned to Dwarka, where, according to Vedic principles, he married many wives who were the best of women, begot through them hundreds of sons and performed sacrifices for his own worship to establish the principles of householder life. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Sri Krishna, known as Lila Purushottam, appeared as the son of Vasudev, but immediately left his father's home and went to Vrindavan to expand his loving relationship with his confidential devotees. In Vrindavan, the Lord killed many demons, and afterwards he returned to Dwarka, where, according to Vedic principles, he married many wives who were the best of the women, who were the best of women, begot through them hundreds of sons and performed sacrifices for his own worship to establish the principles of householder life. Om Gyanat Timirandhasya Gyanat Janashalakaya Chakshulamintam Yena Tasme Shri Guru Venamaha Namam Vishnapadaya Krishna Pishtaya Bhutale Shemate Tamal Krishna Goswami Nitinamini So in the purport, Srila Prabhupada says, As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 15, text 15, Vedishya Sarvei Aham Eva Vedyaha By all the Vedas, it is Krishna who is to be known. Lord Sri Krishna, setting an example by his own behavior, perform many ritualistic ceremonies described in the Vedas and establish the principles of Grihastha life by marrying many wives and begetting many children just to show people in general how to be happy by living according to Vedic principles. The center of Vedic sacrifice is Krishna. To advance in human life, to advance in human life, human society must follow the Vedic principles personally demonstrated by Lord Sri Krishna in his householder life. The real purpose of Sri Krishna's appearance, however, was to manifest how one can take part in loving affairs with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Reciprocations of loving affairs in ecstasy are possible only in Vrindavan. Therefore, just after his appearance as the son of Vasudev, the Lord immediately left for Vrindavan. In Vrindavan, the Lord not only took part in loving affairs with his father and mother, the gopis and the cowherd boys, but also gave liberation to many demons by killing them. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, text 8, Paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya chaduskritam The Lord appears in order to protect the devotees and kill the demons. This is this was fully exhibited by his personal behavior. In Bhagavad Gita, the Lord is understood by Arjuna to be Purusham Sashatam Divyam, the eternal, transcendental, supreme person. Here also we find the words Utpadyateshu Purushaha. Therefore, it is to be concluded that the absolute truth is Purusha, a person. The impersonal feature is but one of the features of his personality. Ultimately, he is a person. He is not impersonal. And not only is he Purusha, a person, but he is also 
lila purushottama the best of all persons so krishna says in the bhagavad gita in the chapter on transcendental knowledge text number 9 he says hmm where did this go Savai Pumsam Parodharmo. This is uh, from the Bhagavatam first. I'm going to quote this text. Savai Pumsam Parodharmo Yathor Bhaktir Adhokshaja Ahaituki Apratihata Yayatma Suprasidati. Krishna says, The supreme occupation or dharma of all humanity is that by which men can attain to the loving devotional service unto the transcendent Lord. Such devotional service must be unmotivated and uninterrupted to completely satisfy the self. So this word Krishna uses here is superciditi and I wanted to actually focus on this one word to talk about Sri Krishna Janamasthami. The word is superciditi. Superciditi means that the soul is completely satisfied. Everyone, whatever they are doing in their lives, they're doing for one purpose only and that is for satisfaction. They're looking for some type of happiness, some type of bliss. And that satisfaction, that bliss which is complete is called suprasiddhati. So Krishna says here that the only way one can obtain suprasiddhati is that one engages in loving devotional service of Krishna unmotivated and unbroken. Apratihata and Ahaituki. Ahaituki means unmotivated. Apratihata means continuous, non-stopping, never stops, uninterrupted, like that. So how do we do this? So Krishna says, Janma Karma in chapter 4, text 9, Janma Karma Chame Divyam, Evam Yoveti Tatvataha, Tekva Deham Punar Janma, Neitima Meti Soarjuna. One who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not upon leaving the body, take his birth again in this material world, but attains to my eternal abode, O Arjuna. Now, we just read in this one text, uh, uh, where we, we spoke about how Krishna appears, and then transfers from his, it says houses, in the transliteration, it says houses, from his houses, from the houses to Vrindavan. Now, as we know, uh, Lord Krishna was conceived in the in the palace of uh, of Mathura, because this is the place where Devaki and Vasudev resided. But then he was transferred to I mean, but then she was transferred to the prison. Now conception doesn't stop like we have conception. Conception starts when actually the idea occurs to you that we're going to be bringing forth a child, and as you know. In the case of Devaki and Vasudev, in the previous life, they had prayed that the Supreme Personality of Godhead would become their son. So the conception had already started while they were in the, in the uh, castle. And then, by divine arrangement, both of them were imprisoned because Devaki's brother, uh, uh, Kangsa, was afraid that that personality who would kill him would appear, that Krishna would appear, and so put them in jail. So that in jail, 
Krishna was Krishna appeared to Devaki and Vasudev. And from there, it is said, he immediately transferred over to Vrindavan. Why? Because Krishna wanted to appear for one particular purpose. And that particular purpose was, he wanted to please his devotees. This is pretty much the only reason Krishna does anything. Now, he may secondarily do other things too. Like we know in Vrindavan, he killed many demons. That was a secondary purpose. And actually, Prabhupada describes, it wasn't even Krishna who killed these demons. It was Vishnu who killed the demons. Krishna expanded as Vishnu and then killed his demons. Showed his form as Krishna. Because Krishna can do anything. He's a very amazing personality. Totally amazing personality. He's called transcendental. Very amazing. And then the amazing thing he did, the transcendental thing that he did was, he appeared in this world just like an ordinary human being. This is the amazing part of Krishna. Krishna is the original supreme personality of Godhead, as we read in the purport, uh, where Krishna says, Sarvasya cha mridhi sanivishto mattaha smittir kyanam upohanam cha videsya sarve raham eva vedyo vidantakrit vedavid eva cha ham. Krishna says that he is the purpose of the Vedas. He is the knower of the Vedas. The only purpose the Vedas were written were so that we can come to know Krishna. And he's a just a totally amazing personality. So when he came, he wanted to show us how we should behave as well. Because many times we have questions in our lives as to why certain things happen to us. Like why would somebody say bad things to me, or do something bad to me, hurt my feelings, like that. Why do I have to suffer in this world? You know, with lack of resources, sometimes we don't have the things we need uh, to have a happy life. Why does the world have to behave the way it does with so much quarrel and hypocrisy like this? So Krishna came to show that he also faced those circumstances. And through the different leelas that he performed, he showed these circumstances, for example, we're considered to be in the material world. We are in the material world. The material world is called Durg. Durg means prison house. And where did Krishna appear? In a prison house. Right? So he's showing. See my own example? I was in prison. Now, when he was in prison, did he have a bad attitude? Did he have a lousy attitude? Why am I in prison? I'm the supreme personality of Godhead. What wrong did I do? Why are they bung me in jail? You know, he didn't have any such attitude, right? What was his attitude? His attitude was, he was going to give the best enjoyment to everybody. By the way, it is everybody. He gave best enjoyment. It wasn't just the gopis and the gopas, and the father and the mother, and the cows and the coward boys, and the cult of rickshaws, etc. in Vindavan. Krishna gave enjoyment to everybody. You might remember, in the story, uh, in, in, in this part of history, where Krishna completes the battle of Kurukshetra and he's coming back to Dwarka, right? And when he's coming to Dwarka, what happens? All the Dwarka Vasis are running towards him to greet him, right? And that is his mother and his father and amazing people were there in Dwarka who just ran towards him to visit, uh, to, to see him, his, his wives, you know? And here it's described that these wives were the best of women, the very best of women. And there were 16,108 of them. By them, he had 10 children each. So that makes it 161,080 children. 
And here it says, he had many hundreds. Look how the, uh, how the Vedas actually understate the figure. He could have easily said many thousands, right? But said many hundreds. Here's a clue for the devotees. We tend to overstate things. But an actual devotee understates, not overstates. Because the devotee has no interest in trying to show their position, their greatness, or their depth of Krishna consciousness, or anything like that. So all these people were rushing. So it's described in the purport, they name all the nice people who are coming, like Ugrasena, and you know, Samba, and all these wonderful personalities, right? Oh, you know, Samba was the son of, as you know, uh, uh, of uh, uh, Jambavati, you know, like that. So, yeah, there's all these personalities were coming, right? And then it's described, hundreds of prostitutes were also coming to visit Krishna, to see Krishna. And so in the purport, Prabhupada says that in Vedic times, there were prostitutes because prostitutes are necessary so that people do not contaminate other women because they have some base sexual desires. If they want to fulfill them, let's just go to a certified person to do that with, and that's a prostitute, right? But these prostitutes were not ordinary. These prostitutes were pure devotees of Krishna. Now, how is it possible (laughs) to be a prostitute and also a pure devotee of Krishna? I mean, that seems like an oxymoron, right? You know? But actually it describes in the same, uh, in the next verse, that there were meat eaters who were running towards Krishna. There were chandalas and people like that, the lowest of mankind, meaning, you know, meat eaters, right? They consider them the lowest of mankind. You know, these guys are like ghost-hearted. They like to have meat. They eat meat. That's what their pleasure is. They were running towards Krishna to greet him. Right? And it's described that Krishna pleased every one of them according to who they were. Like the parents, he hugged them and let them kiss him. You see what I'm saying? So with the others, he gave them a nice smile and a look. With some of them, he blessed them like that. But he actually... Uh, he actually served everybody in the process, no matter how their their status was according to tradition or how low their status was according to tradition. He gave them all complete love. This is Krishna. Krishna loves everybody. Whether or not people love Krishna or not, Krishna loves everybody. He has true love for us all. He says that in the Bhagavad the Suridam. Sarva Bhutana. I am the greatest lover of all living entities. But as we reciprocate with him, he also reciprocates back because he realizes that's the type of reciprocation we want. And so he gives us the reciprocation we want. Right? So what did Krishna do from the, from the, uh, uh, from the prison house? He went immediately to Vrindavan. Now it is described here in this verse, Vrindavan is the only place you can truly enjoy. Other places are not places of enjoyment. You see what I'm saying? And it's also described that wherever there is a devotee, there is Vrindavan. That place is Vrindavan. So from from that we get one clue, and that clue is always be in the association of devotees. If you really want to enjoy, then stay in the association of devotees. Now sometimes it's a little hard staying in the association of devotees. Why? Because devotees say and do things that sometimes are very hurtful. (laughs) 
But I want to show you Krishna's example where Krishna was hurt like that too. And we'll see what Krishna did in those circumstances. Here is Krishna setting the example. No matter what situation we face in our lives, Krishna is showing by his example how to deal with the situation. He was born in prison, and what did he do? He went to Vrindavan, right? He went immediately for us. It's like, in terms of attitude, go to the right place. You, we, we are in the material world. We are in prison, but our attitude should not be of a prisoner. Our attitude should not be that I am in prison. Our attitude should be that I am in Vrindavan. Actually, Prabhupada says that. In one of the purports, Prabhupada says, the meaning of Krishna consciousness is that one always lives in Vrindavan. He said, actually, the, the exact words he uses is, the meaning of Krishna consciousness is that one always lives with Krishna on that spiritual planet, Golok Vrindavan, and that one is simply waiting to give up this material body. That's Prabhupada's definition of Krishna consciousness. That's what Krishna consciousness means. So for us, on this day of Krishna Janmasmi, on the day when Krishna appears, let's take that example of Krishna and make that part of our lives. Let's etch that into our hearts so strongly that it is like a neon sign in our hearts. A neon sign that is so bright that it gives us happiness. What is that sign? That sign says, I am with Krishna in Golok Vrindavan. I have a material body, but it's a matter of time. It's just a few days and this body is going to be gone. Right? Let's talk about it. Some of us today are 40-year-olds. Some of us are 50-year-olds. Some of us are 60-year-olds. Right? And is there any 70-year-old here? Probably no 70-year-olds. Anyway, 40, 50, some nearing 70. (laughs) 40, 50, 60-year-olds, right? How fast did those 40, 50, 60 years go by? Flash, right? It's a flash. Every year goes by like a flash. 2019 is going by so fast. It's already August. And soon we'll be having a program here called Kirtan 50 and we'll be introducing 2020. And we'll be sitting here, just in a few moments by the way, we'll be sitting here and celebrating Kirtan 50. And that'll be the introduction of 2020 and 2020 will go by like a flash again. So it's just a matter of time. It's going to be over. This body is going to be over. Then what? In a flash it's going to be over, but eternally something else is going to happen. What is eternally going to happen is this Leela of Krishna Janmasthami. Krishna is going to appear to us. We're going to hug him. We're going to show our love to him. He's going to love us completely. And we're going to be the happiest persons in life. Actually, I've seen a picture of a person whose smile goes from ear to ear. It's actually a truth. He smiled so wide, his smile looked like it was going from ear to ear. He was so happy. He was in complete ecstasy. This is Sri Krishna Janmasthani. Now, when Krishna went to Vrindavan, what happened in Vrindavan? In Vrindavan, the demons were being sent by, uh, by Kangsa so that uh, they could kill Krishna. And amazing, amazing demons came like Putana the witch came, right? She's such a beautiful uh, lady. Very bewitching lady. Beautiful lady. And she came and Mother, Mother Yashoda was so happy to give her baby to uh, such a beautiful lady, celestial lady, so that she can also 
nurse her, right? And then it turned out that she ran away with the baby. <laughs> then turned into this huge, you know, ogre of a witch. And Krishna still loved her. Krishna still loved her. Is it possible for us to love somebody who wants to kill us? Think about it. We don't even love people who criticize us. Forget killing us. Right? Killing would be the hardest thing. Right? Uh, what is that saying in English? Uh, for one who is uh, 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 honored, dishonor is worse than death. Right? So, but death is considered like one of the worst things that can happen to us, right? And there's another saying in English, actually the saying I was looking for was, that if it doesn't kill you, it only makes you stronger. If it doesn't kill you, it only makes you stronger, right? So, because if it kills you, it's over. Well, that's according to Western philosophy. It's not over. We know that. But anyway, if it kills you, it's over. So the worst that can happen is death. And what was happening to Krishna when uh, she was feeding him poison? She was trying to kill him. And what did Krishna do to that person? Accepted her as his mother. I mean, mother is the highest position you can give anybody. There is no higher position than mother. Mother is called Janani in Sanskrit. Janani means the topmost person. A mother is a generation. A father is one person. But a mother is a generation. From her will come generations. From whom will come generations. From whom will come generations. Gave her the highest position. Created a special planet. On the planet of Golok Bindavan. Created a special place for her. So he can accept her as his mother. Became her child there. And perform ecstatic pastimes with her there. And this is to the person. Who wanted to kill him. We really need to change our attitudes. We really got to get out of this attitude that if someone is trying to hurt me, means that person is a bad person. Yeah, the idea of hurting may be bad, but the person is not bad. The person is covered by maya. The person is covered by ignorance. Their senses, their mind, their intelligence, their false ego have become contaminated. So what do you do when something is contaminated? You decontaminate it. And how do you decontaminate it? Rupat gives the answer, by the way, to this answer, but to this question. He says you decontaminate it by the exact words he uses. I'm going to think about it right now. The exact words he uses is that that one should uh, that one should uh, reach out to others. I'm missing the words here. I'm going to catch it at some point. But one should reach out to others and make a like a, a grand scheme so that others will become devotees of Krishna. The word he uses is projects. That one should actually uh, uh, make projects so that others will become and, and make it in a concerted way. Do our best to reach out to others so that they will become Krishna's devotees. And so if if each and every one of us here thought of some ideas as to how I can do something on a, on a grand scheme level, really like for example, what's Prabhupada's grand scheme? What is Prabhupada's grand scheme? That, sorry? Yeah, his scheme was, I will go to the West and preach in English and everybody will become a devotee. I mean, that's a grand scheme, right? 
That's a master plan. That's like Texas size plan. You know, and he loved America. Why? Because he he said the American the Americans have this idea of doing big things, you know, thinking big. Right? He liked people who who thought big. And he said, my disease is that I cannot think small. That's my disease. But because he made these grand schemes, he was always very happy. Why? Because his thought was, and, and how many people he met who were enemies, right? Who wanted to destroy the movement. Some people came and said so many nasty things to him, did so many nasty things to his devotees, right? There were devotees who were killed. His devotees, his disciples. You know, disciples are like children. When you become a spiritual master, and most people don't want to because it's very hard being a spiritual master because you get all the karma of the disciples. Your own karma is bad enough. Why would you add our karma of other people, right? And it's pretty nasty when you become a spiritual master. It's a very hard thing to do. So, but when you become a spiritual master, a loving spiritual master thinks of each of his disciples as his own children. Just like we love our children, right? We wouldn't even imagine something happening to our children that would be something bad. But here, Prabhupada's disciples in Russia were actually being killed. Worse, the babies born of the disciples, their heads were being smashed in front of the disciple. Can you imagine what, what that would do to a mother? It would drive her crazy. Prabhupada went through so many difficulties. But what kept him in ecstatic service of Krishna? He had a big plan. He had to reach out to the whole world. So even if people gave problems, he actually said, if someone gives you trouble, you should know you're making advancement in Krishna consciousness. He would make statements like that to encourage us. Because he knew we were going to go through difficulties. So he said, if someone is criticizing you, you should know that you're making advancement. That's why somebody is criticizing you. So be happy if they criticize you. You should know, well, thank you. It looks like I must be making some advancement in Krishna consciousness. Like this, right? So we can see what Krishna's attitude was. Now, Krishna had many friends. One of his best friends was the flute. Now in this world, Krishna is teaching us by this example, each and every one of us should have somebody that we are very close to. Did you know that the top businesses in this world, each of them started with two people, never with one person. There was always one person and another person. They got together and through their friendship and their ability to work together, they became like a molecule, how two atoms join and become a molecule. Like H2O is two atoms of uh, uh, hydrogen and one of oxygen, the three atoms there. They become a molecule, right? So they became like a molecule. So like that, each and every one of us should have somebody that we know we're very close to. It doesn't have to be your spouse. It doesn't have to be your child. It doesn't have to be a parent. It could be anybody that you want to be personally, personally, personally close to. And the two of you just feed off each other so much that you're never discouraged. Because while one is up and the other one is down, the other one's still up, right? So you're always up. You're always encouraging one another. Even if one feels a little discouraged, the other one says, no, 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 let's do it. Let's just do it. We've got a big idea here. Let's push the idea. You've got to have a big plan. And you've got to push that big plan. So Krishna also had a person like that. Who did Krishna have with him all the time? All the time. Krishna had somebody with him all the time. Who was that? Huh? 
Shrimati Radharani? No. The flute. Yeah. Krishna had been with him all the time, right? The flute. Krishna had the flute all the time. By the way, this flute is not an ordinary person, okay? Now it might look like a stick. Because the flute was a stick. Okay, it is a stick. Looks like a stick. It's not a stick, it's a person. And we remember in the pastime of the uh, uh, the peacocks dancing in Vrindavan, where, you know, the gopis found out that the peacocks were dancing. And, you know, we know the peacocks dance the best. That's why I call it the peacock dance, the best dance. And they were dancing very nicely. And the gopis ran to Krishna and said, Wow, you have to see the peacocks dancing. They're dancing so nicely. You're not Natabara. They're Natabara. Natabara means the best of dances. So they were trying to tease Krishna, you know. Because they're always trying to find ways to... Uh, uh, cut Krishna to size, you know, like that. <laughs> so they're telling him, you're not dancing really great. The peacocks dance better than you. And so the gopas ran over too to see the peacocks dance and they're all watching this spectacle and the peacocks dancing so nicely and Krishna, you know, he's a competitor, okay? Krishna does never give up. He will compete. You challenge him, he'll challenge you, you know? So he said, no, 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 I can dance better than the peacocks. So he started dancing and then the peacocks, they went wild, to see Krishna dance, they started dancing even better. So each of them was outdoing the other, right? Then suddenly, out of Krishna's sash, the flute jumps out, and the flute starts jumping on in the air, dancing in the air. And they're thinking, how can the flute dance? It's just a stick. But it started dancing so well, it was putting the peacocks and Krishna to shame in the dancing. It was dancing better than the peacocks and Krishna. Now, can you even imagine a stick dancing better than Krishna, than the peacocks? I mean, it's not even possible. But the flute was doing it. This tells you, please try it. I've tried it and it actually works. If you have a person that you're totally, totally close to and you make a plan, the two of us are going to get together and make something happen in this world, which is a little unusual. Don't go for the ordinary, okay? Because Krishna's devotees are never ordinary. Go for the extraordinary. But always pair up with somebody so you're always enthused. Krishna paired with the flute. The flute challenged Krishna too. To the dance. Then Krishna thought, wow, this is going to be bad. If the flute beats me, the gopis are never going to stop telling me about this. They're always going to remind me, oh, the flute dance better, it's only a stick, whatever. Not a bar, you are king of the dances. You know? So Krishna had to do something very unusual to outdo the flute. So he jumped into the flute through the hole, went inside the flute and came out in the form of a beautiful sound and, and that was so beautiful that the peacocks and Krishna, I mean, the, the peacocks and the flute and everybody started dancing even better. And the gopis, they realized, wow, this is Krishna. And they started saying, Krishna Ekshitam, Krishna Ekshitam. It's not possible, Krishna. How did you do this? How did you dance better just in the form of sound? Because you can dance in any form, right? So he danced in the form of this beautiful sound that came out of the flute. That Krishna came out in the form of that sound. This is Krishna. You see? When he's being defeated, he actually wins. If we're being defeated, we should win the game. Not lose it. Never, ever accept defeat. Because Krishna's promise is, Name Bhakta Pranashati. My devotee will never be vanquished. We should be very confident about that. We will always win. But when will we win? If we do everything for Krishna's pleasure only. That should be our motto. That we should write in a big neon sign on our wall. Only for Krishna's pleasure. Solely for Krishna's pleasure. Everything we do should be solely for Krishna's pleasure. 
we do everything solely for Krishna's pleasure, then each and every one of us here can do miracles. Prabhupada actually said, some of my followers will do more than I did. Now, it's hard to imagine anybody doing even equal to what Prabhupada did. Hard to imagine. But he said that. Why did he say that? Because there will be devotees who will take this word seriously and work at it so that we can actually do some really great things. Now, Krishna performed many wonderful pastimes. As you know, he loved Radharani very much. So one day, one day he had come back from the forest with the cows and the cowherd boys. And then at the time, uh, uh, the boys were very hungry. So they love prashadam, like we all love prashadam, right? So they love prashadam. So Krishna knew that. So Krishna went to Mother Yashoda and said, can you please make some real knockout prashadam today? You know? I want to really feed the boys nicely. They have a real feast. So she said, no problem. So she went to Radharani and said, you got to really do a knockout feast today. And Radharani is the best of cooks, right? And she has all these wonderful maidens who help her. And so they cooked up like 56 wonderful preparations, you know? And wonderful preparations. And the boys had, had, the, had the feast and they were rolling on the ground in ecstasy. They were joking and laughing and they were totally in ecstasy. So then Krishna went to Radharani to thank her. Thank you very much. You did a great feast. I was so happy. My boys are really happy. So then what happened was, then Radharani said, well, you know, how about us later on meet in the evening together? I wanted to meet with you. And so Krishna said, yes, of course, you know, let's meet. And so they set the time. Six o'clock in the evening, we'll meet. So Radharani thought very nice. So Radharani went to the kunja, decorated the kunja, really nicely decorated herself, made made herself look in the lake to see that she was looking very beautiful and everything. She really dressed herself up, dressed to kill, like they say, and then really made the whole kunja so beautiful. And then come six o'clock, Krishna is not there. You know? So Radharani is thinking, well, you know, it's it's gone stretchable time, right? You know, IST. So, you know, maybe Krishna will be back in half an hour. You know, they're always late, right? Hare Krishna is always late. Never start program on time, you know? So, anyway, so Krishna came up late, right? So Krishna, Krishna was getting late. 6.30, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, now Radharani is getting late. Well, I can't see, you know? What's happening? Why is Krishna not here? You know what happened? How did he get detained? So then it becomes 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, now Radharani is angry. She knows what happened. He was coming to meet her, but on the way he met some beautiful girls. And Krishna is this huge weakness for beautiful girls. And he can't help himself, and he can't tell the time, he can't figure out what the time is, and he loses time, and then everything just goes, you know, helter-skelter in terms of time. So now it's 11 o'clock in the night, and Radharani is hopping, hopping mad. She pulls all the, uh, the you know, decorations out of her hair, she, all over her body, she pulls out her necklace, and she just destroys the uh, kunja. You know, it's like, what do they say, the elephant in a, in a, in a garden, you know? She just like messes it all up. It's over. I'm never going to let this boy come near me again. This is it. Around 11.30, she hears a rustle, you know? <laughs> and Krishna appears through, through the, through the uh, bushes. Krishna appears. 
and he's got scratches on his hand, you know. And Radha Narayan knows what those scratches mean. <laughs> those are nails of the gopis, you know what I mean? Krishna is doing something to them and they don't want it, so they, you know, they're, they're scratching him. And he's got, and so she says, what are these scratch marks? And he says, you know, I was coming through the bushes and they had some thorns in them, and the thorns actually made this. And so the thorns don't make marks like that, you know. So she got really mad and she turned around and she said, I don't want to see your face. I nothing to do with you. Get the heck out of here. So now the whole forest became very unhappy because now Radharani is really mad. When Radharani is unhappy, nobody can be happy because they love her so much. So everybody is reeling in unhappiness, total misery. What to do, what to do? Krishna is thinking to himself, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then this little girl comes into the, into the kunj. That little girl is, um, is, uh, uh, Rupa Manjari. Rupa Manjari is Radharani's most important confidant and uh, servant. She serves Radharani, you know, and she knows everything about how to deal with Radha and Krishna. She comes in, she's so hopping mad at Krishna, she comes and gives Krishna a big kick on his backside. And Krishna flies out of the kunj and he starts crying. He thinks, wow, my situation is so bad. A little girl just kicked me. You know what I mean? So he starts crying. So everybody starts crying. And you know, Radharani is really feeling miserable. Krishna is crying. You know? And so, uh, uh, and so then, uh, so then, um, uh, uh, Rupa Manjari takes Radharani outside the kunj too, you know? Because Radharani can't handle it in the kunj. She's go outside the kunj. So then this black snake turns up. This really horrible looking black snake turns up, you know? The black stick, and he's got red shot eyes. Really red shot eyes. So he's, he's also feeling very angry because he thinks the world is over now. These two are not going to get along. They're both miserable. There's no meaning to life. Everybody should just die. And the snake is feeling really angry, you know? So there's fire coming out of the snake's eyes. So Radharani sees that, and so she's afraid of snakes. The one thing she doesn't like is snakes. <laughs> so she jumps onto Krishna's lap. For protection, you know, from the snake. And Krishna becomes so happy because now Radharani is hugging him, right? <laughs> so he winks at the snake through his eyes. He winks at it and says, thank you very much. You solved the problem, man. <laughs> but we can see here who solved the problem. Look at the problem. The best of people were together, right? And everything messed up. And who solved it? The person that nobody wants to be close to, right? I mean, who is the arc? Uh, you know, uh, you might say, what's the opposite of a hero? Uh, a villain. Who's the arc villain in Christianity? In the story of the Garden of Eden, who was the arc villain? The snake, right? The snake made um, uh, Adam eat the apple. Right? And therefore the snake was considered the arc villain. You always see the snakes are always the one with big troublemakers everywhere. <laughs> And so here's a really bad person making a very good thing happen. Now, don't we have that in our stories as well? Who's a very good, very bad person who made a very good thing happen? Who are some examples? Really bad person, but made a very good thing happen. Huh? Kangsa, yeah, Kangsa, you might say, yeah. Something about better than that. Valmiki, right? Valmiki. Valmiki was a very, very nasty person. He wrote the Ramayana before the Ramayana actually happened. He predicted Lord Ramchandra's uh, pastimes. 
Why? Because he chanted the holy names of the Lord. He was asked to chant the holy names, holy names of the Lord and became a pure devotee of Krishna, pure devotee of Lord Rama. Right? So, and then we have Jagai and Madai. They were not nice personalities. Right? They turned out to be really great personalities. You see what I'm saying? So in our lives, we're going to meet people and we're going to think, this person can never be Krishna conscious. But actually it's not true. Krishna wants everybody to be Krishna conscious. You know? We should reach out to people, of course, according to our capacity. Don't try to reach out to people beyond our capacity until you pair up. When you pair up, then you can go beyond your capacity too. But individually, stay within your capacity. Paired up, or three or four or five people like that, now you've got some more courage, you can reach out to more people. But Krishna is always performing these types of pastimes, just like anything we have in our life, which we consider to be a difficulty, right? Like, say, for example, sometimes people give us a bad name. Can you think of a story where Krishna got a bad name? Where he was criticized? And he was insulted really badly. Yeah, the shaman took a jewel, right? Krishna was, 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 was accused of having stolen the jewel. And he felt so bad about it, he decided, either I'm going to find the jewel or I'm going to end my life. That's how much he was uh, in misery because they were, they were criticizing so much. So what did he do? He went and he found the jewel, right? And in the process, what happened? In finding a jewel, what happened in the process? He found the most beautiful girl to get married to, Jambavati. You see what I'm saying? So in our lives, sometimes we ask the question, right? I, if we had been dealt with badly, we have bad relationships with other devotees, what do we do? The idea is, Prabhupada has made it very clear, that if we make plans to reach out to other people in a big way, these small things won't bother us. Prabhupada had people who were trying to kill him. There was, a, there was a policeman who was given, what was it? I think it was 25 rupees or 25,000 rupees or something to kill him, to kill Prabhupada. Because they were envious of Prabhupada. Now, when he found out that Prabhupada was a sadhu, he didn't kill him. You know, <laughs> he took the money, but he didn't kill Prabhupada. <laughs> so he was better off. You know, at the point at that time, by the way, this, the number of rupees was very high. I mean, compared to now, that would be like, you know, getting like, Five or ten crores today to kill us somebody. You know what I mean? It's a lot of money, right? So the point is that Prabhupada had all these things happen to him. But what saved him? What, what saved Prabhupada? Why didn't Prabhupada get killed? There was a policeman after him. Policemen can kill people all the time. What saved Prabhupada? Krishna. Rake Krishna. Marike. Mare Krishna. Rake But why would Krishna save him? Because he was doing Krishna's work. He was trying to promote Krishna consciousness on a very grand scale. That's Krishna's idea. That's why he came as Gauranga Mahaprabhu. He came because he wanted to do something on a grand scale. And each and every one of us needs to do it on a grand scale. It's not like, oh, there's one temple president in Dallas, and he's the temple president, and my position is below the temple president. Not true at all. Absolutely not true. First of all, we should have 64 temples, so we need 64 temple presidents here. Okay? But aside from that, every one of us, Prabhupada was not a temple president. Prabhupada was not a temple president. Prabhupada was a preacher. Preacher has life. Preach, reach out, find ways. It says here in this verse that all sorts of sacrifices are used for Krishna's pleasure. Right? So sacrifice means what? That we give up some of our laziness, some of our, uh, you know, 
tardiness like that, uh, lack of energy, give up some of that so that we can do something on a bigger scale, something really nice on a bigger scale. And by the way, the GBC is really trying to promote this. If any of you have any idea, you want to do something on a bigger scale, and you don't feel encouraged, you feel like, what am I supposed to do? Come and talk to us. This is why we exist. This is the real purpose of the GBC. The GBC's purpose is to reach out to people so that everybody can start movement-sized projects. Because there are 7.7 billion people on this planet. There's a lot of work to do. And Prabhupada said, Iskand will go down in history as having saved the three worlds. We still got to reach all the way from Brahma Loka down to that, whatever that planet is down south in uh, Patal Loka. You know, what is what is it called? Maharorava or something? That last planet at the bottom? Okay? Whatever those planets are. In between, there are many planets, okay? The amazing number of planets in between. All of them have to be saved by ISKCON. Who's going to do this work? Each and every one of us must do this work. Man, woman or child makes no difference. Prabhupada said the best preacher was a five-year-old. Saraswati. He had to stand up and say, Saraswati, who is Krishna? And she said, Krishna is the supreme personality of God. And Prabhupada said, she is the best preacher. That's a five-year-old girl. You know? We have no excuse. Today is the day of Krishna's appearance. Today is the day he blesses us like this. Please. Please distribute my love. Lord Chaitanya did the same thing. Please take these mangoes that had no skin and no seeds. Pure pulp mangoes of pure love of God. Please help me distribute this to everybody. This is our process. And today is the day we should become very enthusiastic to do this. And start by at least serving those who come today to our temple and to our program. Serve them. Serve each other. Be very happy. Reach out. Then Kalachanji will be all smiles. He is already all smiles. I can see he's already smiling now. He's so happy because Radharani is happy. And why is Radharani happy? Because it's his appearance day. (laughs) There's nothing Radharani loves more and nobody Radharani loves more than Krishna himself. Just to show us that's what he wants. He wants us to do too. We should love Krishna 100%, more than 100%. Hare Krishna. I'm going to stop here. I can go on and on and on. Um, if any of you would like to say something, ask any question. Yes, Prabhu. We have a mic uh, that's uh, close by. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, don't be a hero. Yes. Oh, wonderful. That's a wonderful question. So, Dharma Prabhu's question was, Bhaktisnath Saraswati Thakur said, don't be a hero. So, how do you reconcile the fact that we should go out with a lot of enthusiasm and courage like that and preach? The answer is, what Bhaktisnatha Saraswati Thakur meant by being a hero is don't think that you are the master. Get out of this master consciousness. You know, and in this world there's a big rogue. Well, rogue, I was going to say. Rogue means... uh a type of malady, right? The Hindi word rog means malady. There's a huge malady that's going on. The malady is called mastermind. Everybody should become a mastermind. Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody should become a servant mind, not a mastermind. You know? They shouldn't become lead, servant leaders. They should become leader servants. You see, the world is upside down. So the idea is, if we have the mood that I am a humble servant, my master has told me, Please go out 
and reach out to others so that they will come to know Krishna. Right? Jari taki tarika Krishna upadesh amar gyan guru hanatare desh. Please go out and spread the holy name of Krishna. Do it in pairs. Prabhupada, you might remember, every time Prabhupada gave sannyas to somebody, he told the sannyasi, go in pairs. It's always pairs. You know? It's never apples. Please, go out in, in, in pairs like that. When you go out in pairs, then what will happen is, you'll enthuse each other. Even if the other one is a little younger than you or less maybe subordinate to you, but you will be totally encouraged. How many times our spiritual masters were encouraged by his disciples, right? Prabhupada was very encouraged by his disciples. In fact, lots of times he felt, I'm so, I'm so happy with you all, I think you are all my spiritual master's associates and you've come to help me do my service to my spiritual master. He held them in even a higher position than himself. Right? So, don't be a hero means... Don't think that you have the capacity. You don't. I don't have the capacity. Who has the capacity is Krishna. He will give us that capacity if we become transparent via media. If we become uh, like the pure servants, the solely for Krishna's pleasure type person, then that's not a hero. A hero, what he wants to do is, he wants to show himself as I'm the greatest and the heroine belongs to me. The heroine doesn't belong to us. The heroine belongs to Krishna. You know? So the idea is everybody is Krishna's. So please bring them over to Krishna so that they can now meet Krishna again and that will please Krishna unlimitedly and that will please each person unlimitedly like that. So in that sense, we should not try to be heroes. Of course, there are many other word, meanings for that word as well. Don't be a hero. Meaning, you know, don't, don't have these bad qualities of a person who considers themselves very high in position, you know? Don't have that. It's called patishta. Patishta means don't have this feeling of profit, admiration, and distinction, you know? Don't do things for profit, admiration, and distinction. Do it purely for the pleasure of Krishna, for the pleasure of Gauranga Mahaprabhu. In that case, we're being a servant. We're being a humble servant. Well, the Lord told me to do it, so I'm doing it. You see what I'm saying? Just like that Brahmin who was reading the Bhagavad Gita upside down, because the Lord told him to read Bhagavad Gita, so he was reading Bhagavad Gita. He did not know how to read it, so the book was upside down. But because he was following, he was considered to be the best of the devotees. Like that. Thank, Thank you, you. Prabhu. That's a good, that's a good question. I'm so happy to hear that. Yes, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Prabhuji, how to understand the very fact that there are prostitutes and chandalas and all these people are existing in right. the places where Krishna was dwelling in right. in Dwaraka and Vrindavan. Right. Right. How to even understand that? You understand that by understanding Krishna's heart. Krishna loves everybody. He doesn't wait until you become a nice person to love. Like say for example you have a daughter, right? If your daughter is misbehaving, do you stop loving her? Nobody does. In fact, you probably love her more, right? If you hug her and hold her close, she might give up her bad behavior. You see what I'm saying? That's Gauranga Mahaprabhu's mood. So the idea is, all these people were there to show us, as devotees, do not discriminate on this basis. Do not think somebody cannot be a devotee because of their current temporary position. Temporarily they're chandalas. Temporarily they're playing that role. They're in that role. But they're not there all the time, right? They're going to become liberated, they will go back to Godhead and they won't be in that position at all. 
And by the way, it's only for a very short period of time, right? Very short period of time. So like that. So we understand that by understanding that Krishna wants us to understand. Don't look down on people. In fact, in the Bhagavatam, it clearly says, if anybody offends any living entity, including any living entity, meaning a, a roach, uh, a lizard, or whatever, then Krishna will not be happy with you. Then Krishna will not be happy with us. He becomes very unhappy seeing any living entity being uh, in any way um, offended like that. He doesn't want that to happen. So this is Krishna showing by his own example. right? He's the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If he's saying, I love them, then who are we? To start criticizing, because we love criticizing people, you know, us and them, and the karmi is this, and the karmi is that, and why I'm the pure devotee, and everything. And Prabhupada said, anybody who thinks he's a devotee is not a devotee. Period. <laughs> Prabhupada was very strong about so many nice things like that, you know. Anybody who thinks he's advanced is not advanced. Anybody who thinks he's liberated is a rascal. <laughs> So this is the way we think. How we? Yes, Prabhu. And I'll come to you as well. You had your hand up. Right? Yeah. Thank you for a nice class. Uh, so Krishna is, is his supreme personality Godhead. He can do that. He can do that. He can cockroach. Yes. He can love cockroach. Yes, he can yes. love tiger. Yes, yes. But we can't do that. Well, yeah, in the sense that we can do that. We can we can love the cockroach by praying to Krishna and saying, may. May the cockroach one day become a nice devotee. And Prabhupada said, he come, uh, Krishna says he comes in every form. So he may, has come, may have come as a Brahmin cockroach, right? I mean, that might be a Brahmin cockroach. How would we know? You see what I'm saying? I agree that, you know, we don't love cockroaches. We don't start, you know, inviting cockroaches into our house. I agree with that part. But the point is, we should see the cockroach as also a servant of Krishna. Jivera Swarupahoy Nitera Krishna Das. We should see that. So we should have some compassion towards them, you know? Not kill them and find extermination and kill like that, you know. Try and get them out of there. Keep your place clean, that type of thing. Tiger, pray from far to the tiger. By the way, the tiger is a gateway to human life, right? That's a pretty advanced position. The next life after the tiger life is human life. Wow. So we should respect the tiger. Yeah, we shouldn't go and play with the tiger. That's not our position. Whatever snakes that... Snakes, same snake. thing, right? But Prakthi Thakur... Ja, there is a statement, Srila Prabhupada was yeah. confused that Bhaktisiddhanta Shruti Thakur was happy the snakes was killed. Yeah, but uh, because the snake would have harmed the devotee and he doesn't want the devotee to be harmed. So if we kill snakes... But, yeah, okay. but the idea is not to go around killing snakes. The, kill, the snake was killed because the snake came at them. Bhaktisiddhanta Shruti Thakur didn't say go looking for snakes and kill them, right? No. no. You see what I'm saying? If a snake comes at you, if something attacks you, you have a right to protect yourself. Then if you kill it, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Prabhupada said, you know, there's mosquitoes flying around, right? Prabhupada said, no, don't kill them. Then once they came on his skin and bit him, he said, now you can kill. <laughs> he attacked, now you can kill. <laughs> There's also license to kill, you said. I mean, you can play James Bond when you want to, but wait until they attack. Then play James Bond. <laughs> now you have license to kill. <laughs> yes, Prabhuji? I 
guess uh, I also had similar related question that yes. how can someone be a prostitute and still a pure devotee? So I guess you were you were saying that it's their temporary designation right now, and they can still. It was be. the occupation, you know. The occupation was, and there was a Vedic occupation. It is a Vedic occupation yeah. because then men will not become contaminated. Yeah. So you do need prostitutes. According to the Vedas, you need prostitutes. Yeah. But then they become pure devotees too. And uh, another question was, you said that uh, a devotee always wins. So we have we should have that attitude. Yes. But what should we do when we lose? Like we try mm-hmm. to do something for Krishna and we are... And we are not successful? That's yeah. just temporary loss. That's not lose. That's simply a learning uh, a, a event for us, you know. Because every time things go wrong in our life, we learn from that, right? And then we adjust and become better. We start new strategies, you see what I'm saying? So every time you fail, it's a stepping stone to success. We see it that way. That we failed because Krishna wanted to teach us something so that we can become better. That we keep becoming better. And failure contrasts success, right? So if you don't have a contrast, success means nothing if there's no failure. You see what I'm saying? So it helps the contrast. But the idea is the attitude, it's the attitude. Prabhupada said one should have a humble attitude of service. Service means to love Krishna. Prabhupada says service means it's an expression of love for Krishna. So humble attitude of love of Krishna. So when you're in love, you don't feel down, right? Except that your partner may not be with you, then you feel down, but then all you're doing down, because down for is because the partner is not with you. But when the partner is back again, you're happy. You're in love. You see what I'm saying? So that's the idea. All right, I think we have a Kirtan person here that was supposed to start at 9 and goes to 9.30. Who is that person? Oh, 9.30 is going to start. Okay, wonderful. So I'm not late. Okay. So we can take any more questions you think you can take? Or we're going to start Kirtan? Sorry? We have 15 minutes. Anybody has any other question you'd like to say about Janmasmi? Janmasmi? Yeah, go ahead. You want to ask something? Maharaj, do you have any questions? No? Okay. Yes, somebody does. Okay. We're going to give uh, equal opportunity to everybody to please ask, speak. You can say anything you want, ask anything you want relating to Krishna. Hi, Krishna. Thank you. Hi, Krishna. Hi, Krishna. It's interesting to me when I think about a birthday, it's usually receiving. Yeah. And uh, there was a Shirley Temple movie I watched as a little girl, and she gave the gifts to everyone else. Yes. And that was the first time I had seen that. Mm. It made me so happy. Right. And it was a new concept, though, that I was to be giving on my birthday. Thank you. So this is um, very interesting how we're giving. Uh, right. Yeah. And, 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 and so today is Krishna's happy birthday. So Krishna wants to give today. So please take... Please ask him. He'll give you anything you want. This is the day to ask Krishna. And say, Krishna, please give me this. Give me, you know, five million dollars in my bank account. Or whatever you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? The only thing is don't ask for small things when you can get bigger things. But anyway, whatever you want, wherever your consciousness is, it's okay. Krishna is okay with it, by the way. He's our father. Just like a father gives to the children, you know. Sometimes the children don't ask for the best things, right? But the father gives anyway. Why? It increases the love. It increases the love. It increases our confidence. Don't act beyond our consciousness. And don't act beyond below your consciousness. Try to act your consciousness, wherever you are. Be at that level. And today is the day we can ask Krishna anything we want. And he wants to give. And by the way, he's got the most powerful girlfriend standing next to him. 
She is the original Lakshmi. She is the original Saraswati and she is the original Durga. Adi Durga, Adi Saraswati, Adi Lakshmi is Radharani, Radhika. And she's standing there and she's putting her hand out and saying, yes, I'm here. Have no fear. You can ask anything you want from me. And we will provide. They're really happy to give. So today is really a very, very auspicious day for us. It is the day when actually we should make some, uh, uh, you know, what is pratigya in, in English? Uh, some vows. There's another word I was going to use. Another word like vow. Uh, you know, some statement that says, you know, I, I commit myself today. I make a resolution. Thank you very much. That's what I was looking for. Make a resolution today. Make some strong resolution and tell Krishna, you please make sure my resolution works. Because generally when we do our New Year's resolution, nobody guarantees it, right? So the resolution fails after a while. But Krishna guarantees resolutions. So today, make a resolution and then say to Krishna, please make sure my resolution succeeds. My resolve succeeds. Today is the day to do that. And uh, um, and today, as we know, we're going to do so many wonderful programs. I think they've already started with some of the uh, preparations for the uh, flower outfit, this, that, and the other. Um, so many wonderful things happening today. Just do service, chant your hearts out today. Do kirtan, dance in the kirtan, be very happy, and just, you know, make the best of today. Because today is pure blessings day. The day when you get pure blessings, any amount of blessings, any number of blessings, you can change your mind all day long what blessing you want. Because <laughs> you might get better at it, right? When you start asking. You might think, well, I should ask that, man. That wasn't the best. I can ask when ask again. Ask again. <laughs> and again and again. But today is a very important day. Like I was saying, these three planets, uh, you know, Saturn, K2, and Pluto. By the way, that's SKP also. Saturn, K2, Pluto. They're conjuncting in a way that just started. It's going to go till the end of next year. And they say it's going to be a huge revolution that's going to happen on this planet. And it's only three Janamasmis and we'll see it. This Janamasmi, the next one, and the one after that, it'll already be in place. Everything is going to be in place. Mm. Amazing, amazing things are going to happen in this world. Please, there's a shift happening right now. That's why things are happening the way they're happening. Outside there's a huge shake-up happening. And things are going to really change. And all the things that we're thinking are bad happening, it's only to usher in the good. The last of the bad is being cleared, so the good can get ushered in. This is the time. Please make big plans. If I can, if you leave me with only one thought in your heart, please, every one of us, make big plans. Do some big things. And join hands with people. People want to do things. Join hands and make it happen. Then we'll be happy. When you're doing something big, small things won't bother you. When you do small things, then small things will bother you. <laughs> and you get knocked out every so often. You get that one-two punch, you're gone. Because you're not doing something big. Do big things. Okay? Everyone, men, women, children, everybody. Train our children to be like this, so that they'll do some great things too. Anybody else? Want to say something? Thank you for that birthday. It's very good. Today's birthday. Happy birthday to Krishna. All right, Hare Krishna, all the best. Vanchakapatubhischa, Kripasandhu Bhavacha, Patitanam Pavanebhyo, Vaishnavebhyo, Namo Namaha. Jai. Sri Krishna Bhagavan Aki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Aki Jai. Sri Gora Bhakta Brindaki Jai. Anantakoti Vaishnava Brindaki Jai. Namacharja Srila Haridas Thakur Ki Jai. Nitai Gaur Premanande Hari Hari Bo.